New ideas and written word in an audio format that you just won't find elsewhere. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Value for Value podcast. My name is Kyron, host of this show, obviously, but also of the Mere Models podcast and Mere Models book reviews. And this is a podcast where we dive deep into the value for value model. What is this new way of interacting in the, let's call it web three sort of world, if you want, where essentially getting away from the standard advertising model. So instead of making money from the indirectly via people listening in and, uh, you know, taking their data and causing a lot of the unhealthy practices that we see in the current internet and and world. The value for value model is essentially directly asking your audience for value. So you produce value and then you ask your audience to return that. And there are many ways of doing this. And this is what we're going to examine in another episode where we're diving deep into a particular podcast that runs the value for value model and seeing how they do things, how maybe they create some unique ways of doing it, their value for value implementation and what the show is about as well. So today I have for you the Claude cast. This is by a man by the name of, I'm going to butcher this name, Claudio Cheregi, although he is definitely American, so (laughs) probably don't need to add that accent on. And uh, from the bio of his own podcast, it says, got some ideas and I'm reading some books and articles that probably won't ever get to be in audio form on other platforms. So this is a a show where he dives into uh, a couple of different things. So I'll read out a couple of the uh, current podcasts that he has. So he has Ideas I Had, 001, The Pie White Paper, Preface and Introduction. He's got another Ideas section, Model Bible, Modern Bible Versions, The Love of Money, and then talking a little bit about uh, my f- first full episode and first boostergram, etc., etc. So he's got about 15 episodes at the moment with these ranging in length depending on the topic. So his ideas one, for example, they're typically in the 10 to 20 minutes range. Uh, quite a few of them are based on this pie white paper idea series that he has, which are typically around the five-ish minutes long. And then a couple of the later episodes have been a bit longer, getting more than half an hour and an hour. And essentially, that is what it is. So, he's uh, obviously interested in this sort of uh, cryptocurrency blockchain world. So, um, there's a a bunch of uh, excerpts here where he is speaking directly from a the Pi white paper. So, this is where he's actually reading out written word from a, a document and then putting it into audio format. The idea sections are more of uh, a little bit more about his life and uh, particularly relating to how you could perhaps use a form of uh, you know blockchain or some sort of cryptocurrency to in- uh, incentivize your kids to do homework or to do chores or things like this. The, this would be in the episode Ideas I Had number three, Chorebot. And then there's other ones where he's uh, obviously reading out uh, different versions of the Bible, uh, things like this. So it's it's sort of a, an eclectic mix, mix, I guess, of of different topics and episodes that he's got going on there. Now he actually uh, messaged me a, a boostergram on the last episode asking for me to review his podcast, and so here I am, and so here I shall do it. So let's get into his value for value implementation. Now this podcast hasn't been around for a super long time, I think less than a year. If I go to the first episode, it was produced on the uh, January of 2022. So, about six months. And uh, he's obviously still trying to find his own particular 
method of, of creating the podcast, what it, what it is that he actually wants to do with it. Uh, totally understandable in the sort of, I guess you'd call it growing pains of, of starting a podcast. Uh, but this is uh, typically how he will add a, his value for value pitch is, it's, it's a little bit different, I guess, because he's, he's got a couple of things going on. One is he's reading out content directly from a uh, a piece of paper or from a computer or something like that. So it's something that's already been written and he's reading it out directly, putting it into audio format. Now this, I guess, produces the challenge that uh, it, it's not going to be perhaps natural for him to then add on something else to the end, i.e. him talking about value for value, which is kind of what you need to do. You need to make your audience aware of it. Otherwise, you know, they, they just simply won't know about it. So you need to make the pitch of, of why this is here. So some of his episodes, I, I noticed he didn't have any sort of value for value implementation at all or any talking about it. It was simply just, here's the episode. But then I guess this is where it's kind of cool where he can mix in maybe on the more freeform ones where he's talking about his ideas. Uh, this is where it, it fits in a little bit more nicely. So I'm going to play this little section here and there's going to be uh, a few clips, a few different clips from this podcast. So Bear with me as I'm switching through them. Uh, but this is from The Love of Money uh, episode at around 15, around the 16-minute mark. Being that this podcast is value for value, though, no one can tell me to stop. No one can um, threaten me to stop. I don't think anyone would, but you never know. And no one can ever take this down, which is just wonderful. So having said all that, I follow the three T's that are soon to be recorded in the manifesto that will be written by Adam Clark Curry on how to live a truly value-for-value existence. And that will be, like I said, recorded by yours truly, just like everything else that I record for the general public and will be recording for the general public. I will put in audio form all of the the things that would never be recorded in audio form i thought you know what tangent i thought you know okay so he goes on a bit of a tangent there but you can see there one of the things he does is really highlight what it is that he's doing that you won't find elsewhere i.e i'm going to create a audio form so i'm going to read out written words that you probably are not going to find anywhere else because they're going to be small so he's not particularly going after a super famous book and reading that out. No, it's a lot more niche and it's a, a lot more specific. So one of the things uh, that, that that's really cool, I like that he does that. Unfortunately, I suppose one of the critiques I would have of this is that he then goes on to talk for uh, about another two and a half minutes without getting directly into what is time, talent and treasure, the three T's and how you can particularly support him. So, you know, this is one of those ones where it's, it's, it's kind of a mix, right? You, you want to emphasize what it is, the value that you're producing, but then also trying to emphasize as well how other people can send that back to you. And it's, I suppose, trying to find that, that mix, that balance, because, you know, in his case, for example, you, you probably would want to highlight right at the front, okay, this is what I'm doing that's kind of unique, that's different. And so, uh, you know, really making that, I suppose, uh, visible, transparent, bringing it right up to the surface is, 
is a, is definitely a good thing. But you know, you do have to mix that in with how people can get back to you, how they can give back to you via the time and talent and treasure and, and whatnot. Now I'm going to jump on to another episode here. So this is from his first full ep- uh, first full episode and first boostergram around the 29 minutes 47 seconds mark. But before before we round out the value for value segment, I want to talk about my very first boostergram. Got my first one. Let's talk about the guy who gave it to me. His name is um, hard for me to pronounce because I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce it wrong. It's spelled Petar. Could be Peter, but it's P-E-T-A-R. That's that's his his handle right there. So if I'm pronouncing it wrong, that sucks, but you can (laughs) send another boostergram to tell me if I'm wrong. But um, he donated 1,222 sats. So that's actually surprising to me that I got that, but he donated on the 25th. So this has been a while coming. So uh, this, uh, I'm going to jump forward because once again, he sort of delays a little bit. There's a little bit of sort of 30 seconds or it's not super useful, not telling us uh, exactly what <laughs> what needs to go. So perhaps being a bit more short and snappy, but obviously he's got his first boostergram. So he reads out, typically this is, this is how people do it. You read out the person who sent it in, acknowledging uh, who it is everyone likes to hear their name being produced on a on a on an episode like wow like i made it in this is kind of cool you know really uh you know why people go to sports matches and hold up signs so that they can get on the jumbotron you know like what the hell is the point of that well you know it's kind of cool you like to see yourself up there and it's sort of like bragging rights well look 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 what i did so that that he does that correctly. Reading out the amount is usually useful as well because sometimes there's a sort of numerology attached to it. When you have a bit more of an audience, you can sort of decipher it by okay, these are the people who are uh, sending the most back. I.e., it's sort of like a it's a, a way of valuing the message. They really want their message, and so they've sent in this this portion here, which is higher than everyone else. I'm gonna perhaps get to this first because perhaps there is a yeah, it's a, a signal that can be used to show that this is indeed more important. Now, uh, this is perhaps a section where I would say maybe this is not the way you would read out your fir- very first boostergram that's come in. I'd like to read his boostergram. He says, "As someone who's been operating power grades for 17 years, I hate to tell you, you got all the things wrong here." ERCOT and Avisa are not equivalent type organizations. Texas has plenty of coal plants which also failed. Capacitors don't store power. Batteries, which are still largely vaporware, can and do respond extremely quickly to stabilize gen and load balance. I'm sorry, no. He did not read it like that. I'll bet you... No, no, he didn't. He says... Okay, and then he goes on to read it in a <laughs> in a more normal voice. Now, goddamn, that's a that's fucking risky behavior right there. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. So, um, look, very ballsy way of reading out your very first boostergram. Um, it's it's this is I guess one of the the challenges with the internet, of course, and 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 written word is that it's uh, it, you don't get the context behind the the intonation and whatnot thankfully for him peter who's a, a bloody legend who and as you'll notice this name cropping up because he boosts a lot of these types of shows and he is a cool guy and and so uh, subsequently even uh, sort of apologized in the in a later boostergram for for sending in something that could be misconstrued as being arrogant or or whatnot 
uh, when he was actually just trying to say like, hey, you got some information wrong in, in your latest episode and this is why I know because I work in, in the energy sector, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but there you go. That's, that's uh, the way that uh, Claude, Claudio, Claudio uh, reads out and, and does his value for value implementation, I guess. It's, um, <laughs> I, I suppose you could also put that in the unique section, which is coming up in a second. Of <laughs> that's really a unique way. Uh, very, yeah, very ballsy way of reading out your first boostergram. But he does go on to, to sort of say it in a, in, a, in a normal manner. And thank you, Peter, in, uh, <laughs> I suppose, a more, more traditional way. Uh, but yeah, getting on to some unique things. Look, the, the podcast itself hasn't been around for a super long time. Uh, and unlike some of the previous episodes, which are more established, like Bowl After Bowl, Podcasting 2.0, um, even I guess the Sleek Podcast, who uh, they've they've just dived in, and you know they're creating some really cool things related to uh, levels of support and merchandise and things like that. This one I, I wouldn't say as as anything. Uh, particularly stand out, but he did mention this in the uh, episode. It's my podcast, and I'll cry if I want to. Around the one twenty-two mark, and I'll play this. And this is will bring up an idea that I, I think is kind of unique in a way, and uh, will help to explain a little bit more of value for value. I wanted to give uh, Pitar his credit for his very first donation, and it's it's crazy. It still is crazy to me that I got a a donation of any sort. Because I think I said this in my last in my last podcast, I don't have or I didn't have yes, I never had anyone speak to me on the topics that I would put up, and most of my topics were just um, Bible studies. But even then, I set up an email, I set up a website, I set up everything I possibly could to make this work out well, to where someone that may have had a grouse with me would be able to speak about it. Let me know what the issue was, and I would give them plenty of time a day, even invite them onto a, a co-recording so they could tell me how wrong I was and why. But I never had anything. And now, thanks to Podcasting 2.0, not only do I get interaction, but I get paid for it. It's wonderful. Like, obviously, it's nothing to write home about currently, because it's my very first donation, and it was, I mean, converted with current Bitcoin prices, it was like 39 cents. But that's not the point. The point is someone valued there someone valued the show well enough to value their own message to the show enough to give me money yeah so there's a couple of things i want to examine from there first of all you know that's a really cool way of uh showing i guess your own appreciation right so he he talks about how uh, he was having some difficulties some struggles you know trying to gain some sort of audience or some traction or even just the continual feeling I'll, I'll continually bring this up which is when you're first starting out and even it can be when you've been doing it for a long time it feels like nothing is happening and to a certain extent it is because no one's listening <laughs> it takes it takes time it takes traction it takes effort and one of the things it really takes is putting yourself out there but not in the manner that you're thinking and so uh, here's a little recent experience that I've had in in real life that I, I think highlights this a bit so the other day I, I was walking around in South Bank which is here in Brisbane is sort of just an area which gets a lot of foot traffic um, you know that's it's right near the river there's uh, connections to a couple of different universities around there bridges all, all sorts of good things and there was this guy who'd set up 
uh, a set himself up at, at the base of one of these bridges. And I was walking past and he was essentially shouting and he was just shouting about all sorts of different things. Uh, it was kind of like a street preacher, but he was also, you know, talking about politics a little bit. It was, it was a little bit of everything. And you look, you could look at this guy and say, okay, what's going on here? You know, he's putting in so much effort. He's taking the time to physically locate himself to this place. Uh, I believe he had some pamphlets of some sort. Uh, he was putting energy into his voice, into his actions, and he was, you know, speaking directly to, to, to people, but also to a general audience at the same time. And you could go, you know, why isn't this guy getting traction? And the reason is, because he was, eh, you know, a little bit crazy, but it's all—it was mostly mostly his method of communication was the thing. He could have been spouting wisdom of the universe, and I still would have walked straight past him because he was not doing it in a way that made me really think. Okay, th- he he he's thought not only long and hard about the message itself, but also how to get the message across, and so. This is the point where you need to go to others, to be honest. And Claude is uh, Claude Yu has has somewhat realized this in a way. One, I guess you could say, is by going to the podcasting 2.0. So he's found a little bit of a community there. He's he's found that oh, okay. Not only do I need to to produce the podcast and put it out there, but that's that's not enough. Like I need to be able to get people interested in it or at least enough to check it out and then perhaps you know that that check in that checking it out give it a chance to to do some value for value with that but uh, I, I need to do that in a way that's that's not just makes me feel like I'm doing something it's actually doing something and so uh, I've actually seen his his handle on on uh, a bunch of different places I've seen him boostergramming a bunch of different places and so it's sort of no surprise to me that Peter has come across him at at some point obviously and and then decided to send a boostergram in so once again it's it's not just with value for value it's it's not even you could have you know, totally be on board with the model, value for value. Hell, hell yeah! I don't want to do advertising. I don't want to do paywalls. This is the way I want to go. Brilliant. You know, that's a, a very important step of the process of understanding the the model itself and 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 perhaps how you can do it. You can then say, perfect. I want to run this for you know, not even just a podcast. This could be for music, as as uh, I covered recently on. On decentralized music, uh, on on the Mere Mortals podcast, there's been a couple of episodes I've done on that. But you could also do it for hell, even like the way Claudio's doing it with reading out written content, which perhaps you might say is, oh, this is more of an audio book rather than a podcast. You know, whatever gripe you can you can make those distinctions. But it's not enough to just produce it. You have to be willing to interact with other people and perhaps you might not do value for value with them in the sense of directly, you know, paying satoshis for for someone. It's it's not like it's like, hey, I'm going to pay you, so now come come check out my thing. 
No, you can do this in a bunch of different ways. You can go onto a Mastodon account. You can, uh, like I used to do, listen to people's podcasts, leave them a review on Apple Podcasts and then tell them that you left that review and do it in a nice way, not in a way saying like, hey, come check out mine. But, you know, that's how I gained a bit of traction when I was very first getting into podcasting and before I knew about, well, before even podcasting 2.0 existed. So, this, I guess, is the, the something unique section, which is uh, he, he brings up a really good point there of it's, it's not just enough to do it. You have to, you have to think about what it is you're doing. You have to add a bit that extra layer of thought onto it. So make your content great as well, but uh, you know, spending that little bit of extra time and thinking about, okay, now how can I get this in front of people in a way that's not spammy, that's not annoying, that's not perhaps paying for it in a huge lump sum way and buying bots and buying followers and things like that. No, it's, you, have to, you have to spend a bit of time. You have to spend a bit of thought in that. So that's the, uh, the final section I wanted to bring up here from the Claudecast, which uh, I did enjoy tuning into today, actually. I, I, this is where I, I, I spend a lot of my time and um, this morning just examining how he's doing it and, and what he's doing. So let's go on to my own section of the Boostergram Lounge and see what people have been sending in to me. Welcome to the Value for Value Boostergram Lounge. Yes, yes, yes. So we are into the Boostergram Lounge now and I've got a couple of here to read out which is very exciting as always. I, I do enjoy uh, getting into these sort of topics and seeing what people, their response to my, my own podcast. So the very first one here is from Brando Sellers and he sends this using Fountain. 31,250. God damn. Thank you, my friend. Uh, very cool. So you'll recognize that name. It's because I had I reviewed his show on the uh, previous episode of the Value for Value podcast. And he says, I'm pretty sure I stole the leaderboard from you, lol. Thanks for featuring us on this episode. So yeah, this is one of the the funny things where it's, you know, I, I didn't even realize I had an influence on him. So uh, he'd obviously tuned into a, a live stream that I was doing at some point where uh, myself and Juan, and this is on the Mere Mortals podcast, had been uh, sort of using some of the data in a not particularly uh, aesthetic way, but going through some of the data and, and really highlighting like, oh, these are the people who have been supporting us the most. Uh, and it had a leaderboard format, but not in a not in a visually appealing way. So they took that idea, ran with it, and then I restole that idea <laughs> back from me, which is kind of cool. I love the, I love this sort of stuff. So uh, thank you very much, um, Brenda Sellers. And yes, for everyone wondering, he is the owner of the, the Strangest Life I've Ever Known podcast, the Sleek podcast. Go check it out. The infamous Peter strikes again uh, with the 2084 sats. He says, victory will be mine. Oh, yes. And so that is in reference to the leaderboard where I, t- I took uh, command of the leadership. I can now tell you that I am no longer the Lizard King, which um, uh, pains me to say. But, uh, you know, th- I, I, like, <laughs> I always enjoyed quoting that Simpsons quote where she's uh, off a, on med. Uh, no, she's taken a bunch of random meds at a theme park and uh, has a towel on her shivering and goes, I am the Lizard Queen. <laughs> so, yes, I am. If I'm not the Lizard King, perhaps I can be the Lizard Queen. Peter, I hope you have a nice comfy bed for me. 
<laughs> and then this is uh, honestly one of the most exciting ones. So this is from a very new person who goes under the handle of blogging Bitcoin. Uh, once again, sent using Fountain, 938 sats. And he says, dude, this is the most interesting way of selling t-shirts I've ever heard. Great podcast. Hey, thank you very much, Mr. Blogging Bitcoin. I'm going to go check out that handle afterwards and, and see what what it is they, they actually do. I imagine they blog about Bitcoin, which is a very exciting thing. And yes, once again, like these, uh, you know, this, this show starting to pick up. I really love it. Uh, I think that Brando Boost was the biggest one I've had uh, so far as well. So, man, a bloody legend. Thank you so much for that in terms of just... Uh, boosting amount. Uh, so I was reading them out, by the way, just in, in terms of when they actually came in rather than ordering them by amount. There was only three. So, you know, it's not a, the biggest deal for me to, to read them in a, a particular order. But uh, if I start getting a bit more, you know, I probably will make the extra effort to sort them by uh, amounts coming in. So, with that being said, we've come to the end of the, the Value for Value podcast and uh, I just really want to thank everyone for, for tuning in to, to this far. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a little bit of a journey getting into this, spending the time and effort researching, but it's, uh, it is a lot of fun. So, my Value for Value request today would be to do exactly what uh, I've been doing and what obviously... Peter's been doing and and to a certain extent what uh, Claudio's been doing which is to to get out there and uh, not only listen to perhaps a, a podcast which you've never listened to before maybe something a bit niche maybe it's just starting up someone who would really appreciate definitely the the interaction and and getting something for the very first time you could hear the excitement in, in his voice where he he got his his very first boostergram and you know sending some value to them ask uh, whether it be critical whether it be a good thing whether it be a bad thing even just any sort of feedback uh, is is always appreciated by those small people and I'd know that because I've been there I've been there <laughs> many a time and it, it really is uh, a wonderful thing to to be able to brighten someone's day like that so that's that's my request for today you go out there sense of value to someone who's deserving of it and until the next time this is uh, Kyron from the value for value podcast checking out